morning and welcome to our Energy Spectrum Roundup webinar on this very toasty warm Tuesday the 12th of July. So this morning um, I have with me Robert Robert you know, has joined us on uh, on more than one occasion, but Robert, just in case we've got some some new listeners um, here today, if you could just uh, give a little quick, quick intro um, to everyone. Yeah, thank you, uh, Ronnie. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, my name is Robert, Robert Buckley. I'm head of uh, relationship development at Cornwall Insight. Um, I've been with the company since 2005. Um, I'm going to be talking about some energy policy from that era very shortly so look forward to that. So what are we going to be talking through this morning? Um, so we've got energy perspective um, that was written um, very kindly by Tom Goswell but um, he's uh, he's managed to have a prior engagement this morning so so hasn't joined us so which is why Robert's very kindly stepped in to uh, to talk through it this morning. And just so you know what to look forward to for next week, we will be having the perspective covering the uh, those contracts for different results from uh, someone in our assets and infrastructure team will be writing those up. And also from our assets and infrastructure will be have our nutwood focused on the Rego market because there's been some very interesting things that have been going on there. So we will be covering those off. So, so Robert, thank you for joining me this morning to have a talk about social social tariffs. So, um, I think perhaps the backdrop for the the conversation around social tariffs it, it's kind of stemmed from what we've been seeing with the default tariff cap. So, um, perhaps just um, we've we've just kind of put out our new predictions, haven't we, for the the default tariff cap? So, you know, what are we actually seeing for the uh, for the next price cap stage? Yes, Ronnie. Well, well, I, I think um, it's it's not it's particularly grim because the cap uh, on the numbers that we did last week uh, goes up to around the three thousand three hundred uh, a year uh, for the winter period from one October to the thirty first of March twenty three. That reflects the uh, incredibly high gas prices that we're seeing, and you're getting quite strong media commentary now that maybe gas supplies into Central and Western Europe from Russia will be cut for the winter uh, and, and you know, in the implication of that is that there's really no limit to to, to where prices could go. So 3,300 a year just for context would be three times, roughly three times what it was the winter just gone when we thought the, the, the cap was incredibly high and four times, four to, uh, three to four times the level where then one might expect it to be normally. So, so very, very high price um, time coming, very, very painful for many customers. Yeah, indeed, some some pretty scary numbers. Um, looking at that, there, um, there, Robert. So, um, what we've seen, I think we, you know, we saw kind of um, social tariffs mentioned for a while. Some suppliers have been um, have been mentioning them, but. Um, what, what what do we mean um, actually by a, a social tariff, and is it I'm a, you know is it because of the rises in default tariff cap that we're seeing this renewed interest? Yes, very much so. I mean, a, a social tariff uh, was was talked about particularly by uh, the MD of, of Scottish Power uh, earlier in the year, uh, especially when the, there was a, a select committee hearing in, in Parliament on on the, this affordability 
crisis. A social tariff in its kind of simplest terms is a, is a lower priced tariff that is made available selectively to you know, a, a deemed uh, customer group, a, gr a group of, uh, in this case, vulnerable uh, 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 customers, and, and they would get rates that are, are lower than would be uh, offered to the conventional market. Uh, that opens up a number of questions. How do you decide? How many? What's the level of tariff? Who's it, who, who pays for it? Um, uh, which you know, take this very much from a kind of operational energy industry thing into more than a regulatory thing, actually, but more in, in, into, into, into policy with a with, with, with a with a big with a big P. And to an extent, we've seen something like this already with the Chancellor's four hundred pounds um, um, you know, payment uh, coming from from the autumn. Uh, and indeed, there was some there were some extra tweaks there for uh, aimed at vulnerable customers. So we've seen kind of a a collective social social payment, if you like, you could you could almost call it a, a social tariff, or, or already come forward. Um, when when you kind of get into the the detail of it a bit more, though, there are there are a number of choices that open up. This this one will be funded by the by the by the taxpayer by the by, by, by the state, of course. Um, brilliant. Thank you, Robert. So I think you kind of talked about it then kind of being kind of a lower, a lower level. So kind of how would we see that work in practice? Well, well, we, we have had some experience of this, as, 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 as I mentioned, if you, if, you, if, 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 you, if, you, if you hang around long enough, the, the, these things come around again. Uh, we had a time of social tariffs uh, in the years up to 2010 and actually uh, they, they, that co voluntary commitment at the time from the, the then big six was, was flipped into the what is now known as the warm homes discount. It became a mandated uh, uh, policy move and kind of recognition that the market was fragmenting, but then the need for support for vulnerable consumers would, wouldn't go away. And you know, we, we're now at a point where warm homes discounts about 100, 100 120 quid uh, on the uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, I've got that wrong by a factor of about seven. Uh, on, on the bill, um, um, and what we saw when we had the uh, the voluntary social tariffs in that period up to 2009 was that the commitments that there were significant voluntary commitments made by suppliers uh, at, at that time. They didn't get much credit for it, but they were they were. Uh, um, so two or three of the big six in particular were, were putting considerable uh, uh, resource and commitment into a into measures that that could be uh, deemed as helping vulnerable consumers, either a social tariff or a, a discounts or credits on bills, and they'd all kind of develop their own methodologies. Uh, uh, so what we learned from from that time, firstly, is that the industry the suppliers were, were willing to help and there's a strong strand of I remember doing we did a, a, a report in 2009 uh, on this and I was in, involved in, in that and we talked to a number of all of the, all of the large suppliers at the time and there was a strong strand of social commitment in many of them um, to, 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 to do the right thing by vulnerable consumers as I said they didn't get much recognition for it that was the time that uh, we, were, we were getting into this kind of supplier's bad 
narrative which still continues to this day, un unfortunately. Um, but you, you could see that there was a strong commitment. They were looking, things that they were looking at is how many customers are we targeting? How are we going to deliver this most effectively? You know, credits, social tariffs, how are we going to fund it? Um, it, it, we worked out that roughly half a percent of, of turnover at the time was being committed by the suppliers in voluntary measures to uh, to to, uh, to vulnerable consumers, including social tariffs. And British Gas was the, the company with much the largest commitment. I think there's a link in the piece, isn't there, Ronnie, to that report? If anyone really wants to go uh, go go take a look, but it does set out some criteria to that could be used to evaluate. Uh, social tariffs. I think the other thing that, that I remember particularly from the time is the great kind of jealousy between the different companies about being seen by the outside to, to do the right thing. And I think you kind of take from that that if we are going to go down a social tariff route, and it, in reality it will be funded either by consumers or the taxpayer, then you need some pretty clear and transparent metrics for what uh, what's an acceptable measure, how it's delivered, what the criteria are uh, for the receipt of, of, of such uh, measures, and also, of course, how it's going to be funded. And I said that means that really moves this from an operational energy industry thing in, into, into a choice for policy, and with any spending commitment, that'll take you uh, to the Treasury. And, 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 and as I said, when we talk about the, the energy bill rebate, We've already in a form got that a, a social tariff already. It just happens to be for everybody. So, how would this um, kind of fit with how current the current way suppliers would put together their tariffs? You would, would do you think it would be kind of you know just like an extra one on the list? But obviously, you'd need to have sort of the criteria set around it, Robert. Kind of how kind of do you think it, 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 it you know suppliers would pull pull it pull it together? I think you probably look at the way the funding mechanisms work for feed-in tariffs or, um, or or the eco scheme. I think because this is so politically sensitive, you would probably want something quite uh, transparent, quite robust, and, and and certainly not with an 18-month uh, um, uh, payment payment period. Because you, you get into you know, if it's going to be funded and it's going to be funded by suppliers, what's the mix of vulnerable consumers to uh, to overall consumers within the supplier portfolio? You very quickly end up thinking about some kind of recycling uh, mechanism. It all could start to get very, very complicated uh, very, very quickly. And it could also dull the incentives to uh, engage in, in the market. Uh, this is a lot more, uh, we, you know, price is incredibly important. This is incredibly painful. Uh, just now, but there is a lot more to the market than price, particularly if we we, we want to get people decarbonising their their heat and, and and their power. So if we do stuff like this, does it to what extent does it dull the incentives uh, to engage in the wider market? And and the bigger kind of political question: to what extent is the supplier the, the root of social policy? Brilliant. Um, thank you, thank you, Robert. Um, I think given what we've we've talked about there, probably. You know, this may be something we'll be continuing to talk about in the in the in the coming um, weeks and months. Um, I think so. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for joining me this morning to, uh, to to talk through our perspective that that we that we wrote. Thank you for having me. Mike.